You were born with individual strengths and a unique purpose. Don't let fears, false beliefs, or life's happenings diminish your influence. It's time to live and lead for impact. Host Kirsten Ross, expert of transformation, will help you defeat the drama and overcome the trauma that can stop you in your tracks. You'll gain focus, find confidence, and take bold action. Unleash passionate, purposeful you. Let's go. Welcome to Live and Lead for Impact. I'm Kirsten Ross Vogel, your host. Let me tell you, uh, if a little conversation I've been having with this next guest is any indication of how things are going to roll, I think it's going to be super fun and you're definitely going to want to tune in. His name is Daniel Jackson. Daniel has been gifted with the ability to communicate with the archangels in spirit. With this information, he guides and assists others to fulfill their spiritual path. So welcome, Daniel. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Kirsten. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. And I'm super intrigued with your work. You know, I think everyone is always, well, I shouldn't say everyone because lots of people wait way too wait late in life or never get to the time where they're kind of trying to gain that self-awareness and, sure. you know, ask the questions. What was I put on this earth? To do? And uh, sure. I think any way we can guide ourselves to that, you know, original reason that we're here is so helpful. So tell me a little bit more about your work and the impact that you're making in the world with it. I try to bring some peace and clarity to people. Uh, I do readings for people, but I also give them spiritual advice as well. And I'm also a spiritual healer. Uh, but for me, I'm more or less a teacher and I'm teacher of all things spiritual, but I'm, I'm trying to teach people of why we are here and what is our purpose. And then from that point after that, teaching them to know that we could live a much simpler lifestyle, a lot simpler than we are now and still be happy. Mm, I like that. So <clears throat> tell me uh, when you engage with someone, so you said helping them define their path, some spiritual yes. healing. Uh, and what was the third thing that you helped with? Um, I just tried to give them some peace of mind and some clarity. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, tell me a little bit more about that. Well, they come to me for readings. Uh, most of the time they are looking to find out uh, how their moms or dads or anyone who has passed away and and wanting to know uh, specific questions about that. Or uh, a lot of people, you know, they always tell me something like, oh, well, my, my uncle passed away and him and I left on pretty bad terms. And is he still angry with me or something like that? And it all depends on where people go as well, because there are two places to go. Uh, there's no such place as hell. There's no one uh, walking around with uh, horns and a tail and torturing anybody, although there might be someone with horns and a tail walking around, but they're not torturing anybody just because that's what they look like, where they come from, because if people think that we are the only planet with people on it, yeah, think again. Uh, I see everything. I see people, dogs, cats, horses, cows, fish, and other beings as, as well. But uh, getting back to that question, the, they, they come to me and ask me different questions. Like I said, you know, is my uncle mad at me? Well, no, if, if they've crossed over into the light, no, they are not mad at you. They have let go of all their pain, anger, sorrow, grief, guilt, anguish, all that stuff. Because when you walk through that light, you're washing yourself clean of that mess. Now, if you remain here as an earthbound spirit, uh, yeah, they may still have that grudge against you because they don't let go of all that stuff. Uh, they, they remain holding on to the pain, anger, sorrow, grief, and guilt because of the, lots of reasons why they didn't want to cross over into the light. But still, they are just in a lower negative energy place and they just chose to be there. Uh, so they come to me, ask me questions, 
and then I get them answers. Uh, where do I get the answers from? I'm talking to my spiritual guides because everyone has spirit guides. Everyone has two. Uh, basically, you have a, a man who helps you with more masculine decisions and a female with more nurturing type decisions. But my spirit guides are archangels. It's different. Uh, I have them because of one of my main gifts is I cross spirit over into the light and uh, they protect me from all negative energies. And that's why I have them with me, plus just other things as well. But I get answers from them. They are what we, they are the right hand of God. So when people ask me a question, you're getting an answer from God. But the issue with that is not everybody likes the answer because they want their own truth and not the real truth. But I do get mm. them truth. Now, and do you I work with people truth, remotely or just in person? I can I can talk to anybody and get them answers because archangels are connected to everything and everyone. So I can get answers for anyone. Someone could be across the world in China and ask me a, a question and I can get the answer for them. I am connected in a way where my own thoughts are no longer mine. I'm only about 15% me and the other 85% is them. I get touched on my face for yes and no answers. And then, like I said, they put thoughts into my mind so much so that I, it's just, I rely on it. it. It just comes in and it feels as though it's my own thought. But I really do know it's not. Uh, but the uh, thing about that is every time I get an answer, it's right. So I don't have a problem with giving anyone an answer and questioning my own thoughts of what's coming in. I don't question them anymore. I used to in the very beginning when I was first starting figuring out what my ability was because I've seen spirit my entire life. I just never knew why. It wasn't until I was 50 years old when I found out why. Uh, and then it has since progressed and it progresses all the time, not just like uh, like I've gotten to a certain point and then I'm done. Mine just keeps going and going because when I say I've, I've my own thoughts are no longer mine, I'm only 15% me. In the very beginning, it was only 5% me. And now I'm only 15% me. So I, I, or I'm, I'm sorry, I mean 95% me and 5% them. Now I'm up to only 15% me and 85% them. So it has just progressed that much in the past five years. So, so yeah, let me I, ask you, you talked about some people don't want to hear <clears throat> the truth. So I mean, no, even as a coach, you know, when I'm working with people, that's definitely a barrier to someone, yeah. you know, reaching their full capacity is, you know, the denial and, and, uh, you know, just yeah, defensiveness, the things that can rise up when they don't want to kind of gain that self-awareness. Yeah, so... they, they don't want to listen. They don't want to follow through. But, you know, we've been taught that entire our entire lives to have self-doubt. Because, because why? Because so that way we could be able to rely on the system. It's the system. It's the narrative that has taught us that. So that's why people have such a hard time with it. Because when you're when you're taught your entire life to have self-doubt and have no faith in yourself, there's no way, no other way to think. Now you talked about that age <clears throat> 50 is when you really, so you'd been hearing, I think you call them voices or like thoughts coming into your head, I guess. Uh, yeah, not so much hearing voices, but thoughts coming into your head. And that at 50 oh, no, is when I, you realize what I, it was. I, I hear voices too. I, I oh, it is voices. voices. Okay. Yeah, I okay. hear voices. I see spirit uh, 24 seven and never turns off. It never goes away. I see them in the dark. I see them in the light. I see them. In wow. The it's so like, um, for me, it's what like was... being in a room with a thousand people, except nobody leaves and more just keep coming in. That's how many I see in a day. Oh, wow. Well, so tell me what was it at 50 when you realized, oh, wow, this is what's happening. This is, this is what it is. And tell me what you've done to progress 
the work or become kind of better at what you do or, you know, kind of, it sounds like lose yourself, minimize yourself and, and bring more of them in. Um, well, they just come in whether I like it or not. <laughs> okay. But that's because I said yes to it. So when I was 50, it was right before I was about to turn 50. I had already seen spirit everywhere all the time. I'm very sensitive to it. I would be driving down the street in my car and get a chill up my spine. And I just started looking around, see what's going on. And there it is. There's a graveyard I'm riding past. But I've seen them my entire life as well. Uh, my whole family saw them in the very beginning. But then after my mom and dad and I, my one brother moved out to a, down to Delaware because we lived in New Jersey, I was the only one who was seeing them anymore. But at 50, right before 50, my now wife went to on vacation to see her daughter in California. And for two weeks, um, she was away. I was seeing everything imaginable that you could think of that was in a scary movie at my house. I was seeing green and red mist pour out of the walls with skulls and with red eyes and fangs. I was seeing seven foot skeletons walking around the room. I was seeing, I, I remember rolling over in bed and then I checked to see what time it was in the clock. And when I rolled over, there was a little girl kneeling next to my bed. She had blonde hair, blue eyes and a blue and white dress on with little uh, little black uh, shoes on and white socks. And she was kneeling next to my bed. I was seeing what they call the, the famed hat man, if you want to Google him. I was seeing everything. I would see this cloud come out of the out of the corner of the room, it was red, then it was blue, then it was green, then it was yellow. Then each night it would change. It would be red with black stripes, blue with black stripes, green with black stripes. I was seeing all kinds of crazy stuff. And then my wife came home from vacation and she told me about her adventures. And then I told her about mine. She thought maybe uh, because I'm diabetic, maybe some of the medicine I was taking was causing me to go into a diabetic psychosis type thing. But three days after her being home, she started seeing some of the same things. We sought out help. I tried to get a, a priest to come here to do an exorcism, but <laughs> they don't do that. And besides that, that stuff is bullcrap. It doesn't work because, yeah. So uh, I won't get into it, but yeah. But uh, unless you wanted to. Uh, but then we had uh, a paranormal group come to the house and they got so much information from my house. They used something called an, an ovulus where I laid in bed and pretended I was sleeping so they could come in and turn this thing on. And it would spit words out when the energy went into it. And when it, when they turned it on, it said unique, special, energy, light. I was like laying in bed going, holy mackerel. And it says, uh, it said, Wendy, Michael, Paul. Uh, I, I was like, What's going on here? This is, it said Helen. One time it said the word road, said road in that computer voice. And then a car went right past my house. And I was like, oh my goodness. And then, the, and then they started asking questions for 10 minutes and it answered back. But the thing about it was when it was answering questions, they asked her a question one time. They said, uh, are you here to harm Daniel? And then that same computer voice, because it's coming through a little computer said, we are not here to harm Daniel. We love Daniel. We love Daniel's light. Daniel is the light. When it said Daniel is the light, I didn't know what that meant. I was like, what is going on here? They got so much information that they said they were going to come back and do a big reveal two weeks later. It took me six weeks to get a hold of them. And I found out from the leader that they got so much information from my house, it scared the crap out of them. And they quit on my front lawn and they broke up and they never came back. So, they were so scared because they said they got so much information. It usually takes four or five houses to get that kind of information, not just one. So there was something going on in my house. So, but, you know, I didn't need to know if I had spirit in my house because I've seen them everywhere. I just needed to know why. So, then so I, some of I, what you're describing sounds 
uh, scary evil. You said you have protection for the evil. Do you still still see, or maybe I'm just misinterpreting, but like no, when I hear you say red and that kind you're of not, stuff. So do you yeah, still see the evil looking things too, or is, yes, does the protection uh, stop you from seeing that? Yeah, no, I, I still see them every, every day. They, they come around me for a different reason. Um, so after, after the, um, after the, I'll explain it real quick. After that, they, those guys didn't come back. I, I sought out five mediums, a bunch of mediums. I got a hold of five. They all told me the same story about me. None of them knew each other. I went to see one um, at a show and I didn't tell her I was coming. And my wife and I walked in the door and she like followed with her eyes, followed me, walked through the door and into the room. And I looked at my wife. I was like, that was strange. And so I ended up going talking to her afterwards. And she said, I want you to wait till everybody leaves because I need to talk to you. And um, I said, OK. And uh, she said, uh, you know, when spirit sees you, they see your light inside of you. And uh, and that's and they see your body frame. She says, but I don't see that. And spirit doesn't see that either. And I said, what do you mean? She said, all I see is a bright white light. You look like a light bulb walking into the room. She said, I saw you walk in the room. I said, yeah, my wife and I saw that. She said, yeah. She said, spirit's coming to you all the time. That's why you see so many. And I said, okay, so what do I do with that? She said, well, you need to make a big decision. And I said, but why are they coming to me so much? I mean, with this whole light thing, she said, because they believe that you're the light into heaven. Now, uh, my spirit guides do protect me from, from the negative ones. There are negative ones. There's positive and there's negative. There's just good and and bad, just like we have good and bad people here, because sometimes these bad people stay here earthbound and remain as a bad negative energy, or they decide to cross over into the light. Going into the light is your choice, but staying here earthbound is also your choice. But I still see them, and they are coming around to me. And the reason they are coming around to me is because spirit, my spiritual guides tell me that when you cross over, when you see that light, you could walk in or you can remain here. Either way, whatever happens, that light will just turn off. If you walk in, it'll turn off. If you if you don't walk in, it turns off. But there's always one light that shines all the time. And that light that shines all the time in this physical world has to be in a physical body for a couple of reasons. One, to shine all the time so that all spirit can see it. And two, so that uh, the, that light that's in that body can also cross spirit over into the light. It's actually crossing it into its own light. And then it's also heard as well because it's in a physical body. So it's talking all the time. So what I'm explaining here is that light that all spirit can see all the time and hear all the time is the light into heaven. And it's me. So are you saying that light is is in you? It's me. Are yeah. there other people that no, have this same no light? No, because it's only has to be in one. So because it can, because all spirit can see it, it's lit all the time. I didn't choose this. This is just something that comes through with my soul each and every time that it comes back. Because we all come back over and over and over again. We would like to call it reincarnation, but you're just coming back because you haven't fulfilled your purpose yet. But my purpose is the same every single time. I'm here to be that light all the time. Uh, so it's just each time I come back, it's just a different version of me. It was actually it was actually in my grandfather before it was me. My grandfather wanted to know when I was going to be born because he knew. And he was telling my mom and dad, When's you going to be born? I want to come. I have two other brothers and a sister. And, and when they were born, he was like, yeah, okay. But uh, with me, he was really, my mom said he was very super excited about it because he knew. And then 
my dad called him up and said, he's, he's being born, you got to come to the hospital. And my grandfather got ready to come to the hospital, had a heart attack and died. And then his soul left his body and came into mine and I was born. And that's the way it works. It, it just, it, each time a body expires, it just leaves that body and goes into the next one. It's all planned. Everyone's life is planned. So, wow. uh, yeah, so that's why uh, they come to me all the time. And then I cross them over all the time. And I'm not just telling them, I'm not just saying I cross over one or two. I, I cross them over, you know, a couple hundred, a couple thousand at a time. But sometimes they just jump in on their own. They just go on their own because they can. But some of them who don't uh, who don't cross over the first time, maybe they feel lost or maybe they just feel like they want to come in, try to go in. So I guide them through and they talk to me. Even when dogs or cats talk to me, I hear it as English. Everything comes through as English for me. It's just interpreted that way. So, uh, so yeah, I just, I, I cross them over, but um, this is my, so last, I have to say my this, last time um, here. Oh, because this, this place is coming to an end. Oh, okay. Home. I was already about to say that this is a very unique um, podcast interview. <laughs> yeah, because, uh, because I have not there, spoken to someone who, who, and now you just dropped that yeah um, because there's no one else there's no other end. medium you're ever going to talk to who can say this or can or can claim this and you've probably never heard it before because they can't because i just know it's me because mm -hmm. my my archangels have told me not just my archangels have told me but i i'm also able to channel with other other mediums and i've channeled with quite a few other mediums and they told me the same thing it's just an archangel was coming through them and tell and telling me this now okay so oh. And tell me if this is inappropriate, but I can't help but ask is you can ask anything, any, you anything coming. Well, I mean, I'm talking to you. Is anything coming through about me or someone who's passed from my life? No, but I'm I'm getting the I'm getting the let me ask them real, something real quick. Uh they're telling me you've been uh you've had a big decision uh, lately in your in your life and you've had a little bit of trouble trying to make this decision. You're on the fence on what you should do. Either you, you should go forward with it, but it's a it's a little bit uh um you're a little bit hesitant, uh they're telling me. Uh, but they're telling me to tell you that you should actually go forward with it. Don't even think about uh, not doing it. Um let me ask something real quick because they're telling me. Uh, and the reason why you're hesitant is because you yourself have uh, uh, issues with uh, making some decisions as well. Uh, you tend to talk yourself out of decisions a lot, uh, and you're not very good at that. You're you wake up, you 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 say you're going to do something, and then you go, mm, nah, and then you try to, and then you end up talking yourself out of it. Um, and uh, because um, well, I could I could go further with or further with it, but you you. You have to tell me if you want me to do that because I don't want to say something on your show here and uh, and uh, change the way people think. Oh well, it's it's fine. I I would like something more specific. I don't know if that hit. I mean, what? Well, you said that people deny, but <laughs> I've made a lot of really tough decisions in life. Yeah. Um, and you have and, and you have, have a been hard very time tenacious. Yeah, you mm -hmm. you have a uh, a little bit of. Uh, not, not so much um, self-doubt, but but doubt in the decision that you're about to make. Uh, and um, and that's why you have such a hard time, because you believe that they are very tough decisions, but they're telling me they're not tough decisions. Uh, you just, um, what is the word? You overanalyze, uh, and you tend to do that a lot. Um, 
and you, they're telling me you need to stop. You you're you're making too much out of it. Mm -hmm. You just need when you when it's the time to decide to do something, you just need to go with your gut feeling, and you don't go with your gut feeling all the time. Mm -hmm. You overanalyze it, and then you boom, then you talk yourself out of it. Stop doing so that because you're not well. You're not they the 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 decisions that you're trying to make the the feelings that you're getting with, that are within you is actually being brought to you by your spirit guides but so what you're doing is you're talking yourself out of information or things to do that is actually answers that are being brought to you by spirit guides by god these are things that he wants you to do and you try to talk yourself into something different mm. Now, Why? do you ever hear more specific information? Well, if you were to ask me, so that's the way it works with me. If you ask me a specific question about something, then I can get the answer because they are very specific as well. Their answers are very black and white. And that's the way that I give people uh, some, some peace of mind and clarity. They ask me a question and I get the answer. Mm -hmm. So um, if I were other, to ask way, about it. But, but people want me to ask Hey, what's my favorite color? I'm not psychic mm -hmm. because most psychics are only uh, psychics are connected to the living, whereas mediums are connected to the ones who have passed. Although I do get some psychic messages, but I'm more of a medium than anything else, meaning I'm asking them specific questions and they give me specific answers. What if I asked you about a person who has passed away? You well, first tell me if you want to, you can tell me the name of that person. And I'll let you know if they've actually crossed over or not. Oh, because they might be stuck. Right. Well, they're not stuck. They chose that. Or, yeah. Uh, Marilyn, you need no, the phone. No, she didn't cross over. That's why you're not feeling too much of, of her around you. Because I know you've been searching for that and she's not. You can't feel her because she's in a place where she you're not going to be able to feel her. Because we, we pick up a more positive energy than we do negative energy. Hmm. She's just not around. How about Florence? Uh, Florence... Yes, has crossed over. Again, it's a choice that they make. Mm -hmm. uh, they make it. They, they make it for many reasons. When you stand up out of your body, uh, Kirsten, because you've been here, let me see, twenty-seven times. So, uh, uh, and as soon as I started talking, uh, the thought come right into my mind and told me twenty-seven. I asked, "Did you just say 27? And they touched my face. And I got 27. So I got a yes answer. Because when I get a yes answer, it goes across my forehead uh, in, in different spots. Uh, and when I get a no answer, it feels like a feels like a tear running down my face, especially like when you said that one woman's uh, name uh, mm -hmm. went right down my face and I felt no. So mm -hmm. I got no, she didn't cross over. Uh, but Florence, I got a yes. Um, but uh, when you stand up out of your body, I mean, you're on, let's say you've been here 27 times. Uh, so you've been here 26 other times, uh, mm -hmm. meaning you've had 26 other moms and dads, brothers and sisters, dogs and cats, 26 other astrological signs that mean absolutely the doo-doo caca because it has nothing to do with your soul. It has only to do with the spiritual, with the body. Um, so uh, when you stand up out of your body and you look down, you're going to see it go, oh, I guess I don't need that anymore. You'll take a step to the left, look to the right, the light's going to turn on. There may be some people there who want to cross you over, but it's up to you. It's ultimately your choice to do that because it's ultimately your choice to make any decision you want to in your life here now because no one else does it for you. You do it. So uh, that's with anything. When you stand up out of your body, you're going to get perfect memories of all your all, all of your 27 lifetimes. And when you know you've been here 27 times and there's a possibility that you may have to come back, you might think to yourself, I don't want to come back because I know my lifetimes were rough. So then you stay here and mm -hmm. then you walk around with the other gazillions 
of people who did the same thing because mm-hmm. there are gazillions of them. Yeah. Wow. Okay. As many people cross over, there's that many people who don't. Yeah. Well, mind blowing all the information that you're sharing. So, so you've been sharing some information with me. Let me ask is it the you, truth? Are you. Is it the truth? Are you indecisive? Am I indecisive? Oh, uh, well, look at, I'm having a hard time answering the question. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, you have trouble uh, I decisions. definitely take time to make decisions, but once I make a decision, I feel like I'm quite tenacious, but yeah, I definitely have that. And it, you, you know, know and I coach people decisions? through that time where you're kind of, yeah, the visual I get is, is that I've definitely lived through, but the visual I always get for myself and share with others is like standing at the edge of a field. And you know, that where you are is not the right choice because you wouldn't be in decision-making mode uh, if the right choice was the right choice. But yeah, standing there in that uh, kind of limbo land, I call it, before you actually move into that next step. And so like standing at the edge of the field and the uncertainty of of what it looks like, but knowing that that's the right thing to do. Yes, I definitely stand in limbo land for a bit. got you to where you are now. Whether What's you like that? It or, well, everything you've ever done in your entire life has got you to where you are now. But whether you like that or not, because no matter what, you're going to move forward because the only time you would not move forward is if you passed away. Mm -hmm. You're just going to move forward no matter what. It just Mm -hmm. depends on how long you decide that's going to take. Mm -hmm. So, So, yeah, what they're telling me to tell you to do is knock it off because you're, (laughs) you're, you're you're basically wasting time getting things done when you could get things more done more things done quicker by spending less time trying to make a decision that's going to, is it, it's not, is it going to affect your life? Yes. But you know, we, we're all, you're only going to make two decisions in your entire lifetime for everything because there, you have to look at it this way. There's no right and wrong. There's no epic failures and there's no mistakes. It's not a mistake what you do. It's just the, what the decisions are, are what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And if it doesn't work for you, you just quit freaking doing it. If you want to do a different court, decision. Yeah. If you walk through a door and there's a nail on the floor, what's the lesson to learn? If you trip over that nail, you go get a hammer and you walk through the door freely. Or you're one of those people who continues to trip over the nail the rest of your life. You know what you do? Learn from, oh, I went out with this guy. He was a piece of crap. And this one was a piece of crap. And this one was a piece of crap. Well, what was the same about them? Oh, well, they have brown eyes and blue, uh, brown eyes and blue and, uh, and dark brown hair. Well, maybe choose something differently because apparently... That's not working for you. Well, that I have now made a very, very, very good decision. But, um, but I will say, I do feel like the work, the work that, um, but I'd made some wrong decisions for sure uh, in the past. But, uh, learn from them though, right? I did. I did. Right. But I'm in the right genre. I'm in my gifting for sure with the work, but it's just more how I provide it or how I get more people to understand what I do. Those right, are the, absolutely. those are the decisions. I'm grateful that like, it's been about 20 years since I had the big, big, like, um, uncertainty and that, like, um, uh, that yearning to find my purpose and all that. I know I'm in the genre of my purpose. Well, that's 20 yes years. and no, because your purpose is not what you think it is, or your purpose, our purpose is not what we think it is. Our purpose is not to become a lawyer or a doctor. You're going to fulfill your your purpose by doing one thing, and that's for everything, for every single person. It's by being human. Your purpose is not, again, not to become a doctor or a lawyer. Our purpose is we are here to help each other just for the sake of helping, not just because you can, but just because you should. But in a physical way, someone's going to come up to you and say, hey, Kirsten, I'm lost, or excuse me, miss, I'm lost. 
can you help me find my way? And it's up to you to use your free will to decide whether or not you're actually going to do that. But we do that in many different types of ways. We help mm-hmm. people along. We help, we help them financially or, or we help them because they are lost or because they just need help because they can't move around as well. But a lot of people don't do that because they think this world, they think this life is all about them when it's not. It's about us helping other people. That's what our purpose is. And then oh, for when, sure. you re- when you return home, they will let you know because it's no judgment. It's just a, a kind of like a life review. They just go over your life with you and let you know what you did and did not do. And they will tell you about the, the ideas that they did give you. And you just decided to talk yourself out of it because we let the world condition us into all that crap. Because, you know, those are the people who want to tell you how to live your life the way they want you to live it. And, you know, give them 10% at the same time. How did they know about 10% way back then? Because the people who wrote all that mess in the books and all that stuff, they're kings and queens. So, and they want you to rely on them for everything. They want you to be under their thumb all the time. But we don't have to do that. We have to decide that we don't have to do that anymore. We can do something else. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're here to help people. And if you're walking around in this world thinking, oh, I don't need to help anybody. It's all about me, 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 me. And I'm going to take a thousand selfies all day long. Yeah, you're just going to keep coming back over and over and over again until you get it right. That's all. Yes. Well, and I agree with you. I, I, I mean, if you listen to the, you know, uh, the beginning of this podcast, the little like jingle thing that happens at the beginning, the intro, it is all about um, finding our strengths and that I believe that we're here um, put on this earth for purpose. And that passion is the litmus test that tells us that we're heading in the right direction. And it's our job to figure out the reason that we're here. And so, um, yeah. And so it's figuring out what our gifts are and how we're to use them in service of others, the outcomes we're to work to make. Life is not meant to be easy. If it was meant to be easy, what would be the point of living? If you were given everything in your lifetime, you wouldn't appreciate anything that you do have. So let me ask you, what current challenges are standing or a current challenge <clears throat> that's standing in the way of ma- of you making your bigger, bolder impact, serving more? And uh, let's create some strategies. So let me help you. Uh, to, to get people to listen and to follow through. Uh, they'll, uh, come to, they'll come to me with, a, with a, asking me some questions and yeah. then I'll get them the answer. And then they'll come back to me a couple months later and they'll say, oh, Daniel, well, what you told me last time didn't work. And I go, let me think, let me ask, let me ask them why it didn't work. I go, oh, because you didn't listen and you didn't follow through. And they said, oh, no, I followed through. I said, no, but you changed it around. You tried to use your ego to change it a little bit more. When I told you to make the car payment of $1,000 or whatever it was, instead, what you did was take put $600 down on it. And then you took 400 bucks and went and bought some jewelry, correct? And they go, yeah. So, okay. Then the, what you did is manipulate the answer that you wanted. I gave you asked the question. I gave you the answer, but you didn't like it because you tried to change it a little bit better. And when you do that, it went bad, right? You lost the car, correct? And they said, yeah. I go, well, whose fault was that? Mine or yours? Yeah. They don't follow through. Yes. You get the answer. When you get an answer, when you're getting an answer from God, like I said, they want the answer, but they don't. They want their own answer. They want their right. own truth, you know? Well, someone has to be, yeah, they have to have the motivation to make the change because the, yes. the change is uncomfortable, as we they all know. Difficult. And yeah. so, yeah. And so they have to, so it's that old adage, the pain of the pain of the, uh, the pain of the change has to be less than the pain of the current circumstance. But it's not going to be because it's going to be some, some lessons are just going to be harder to learn. Or it's seeing them in different 
ways that yeah. so as a coach I bump up against this all the time because what all I can all I can guarantee is that I provide you the opportunities to share yes. things I Absolutely. can't I can't guarantee that you'll do what you know but I provide right. you with the opportunity and so just knowing that that part I have to let go of because I mean you know even God gives us free will and so they have free will there's yeah. no way that I can make them take the advice no. take all the actions even when they commit to yeah when you get done with, when you get done with an individual individual person person all you can do at that at that point is hope that they they follow through with what you told them yep and i can't take any of the other responsibility on or the worry of it or any of that because that's wasted energy from me i have to be really intentional about my energy enough if i yeah if i take on things that aren't within my control then i'm using my energy for worry or pushing to make something happen that i can't make happen they, they they you give them the you give them the information you give them the tools to do the job but they have to learn how to do this themselves. You you can't walk them along. You can't hold right. their hand every step of the way because just in in the, when I tell people, you know, I'm here to give you uh, some 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 guidance, some answers to things, but I'm not here to be your 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 personal uh, fortune teller to, who's going to be there every step of the way because you have to go through it. You have to find out what does work for you and what doesn't work for you on your own. If I give you the answers to everything, what did you learn? Nothing. We're here to learn. We're here to learn lessons and fulfill our purpose. And, yep. and we're always going to learn as, as, as long as we want to learn. But some people don't. They want to sit around with their thumb up their butt all day long, waiting some waiting for something that's just going to happen to them. It's not going to work that way. So yeah, to answer your question of your current <clears throat> challenge, how do you get people to listen? You can't, you just let go and yeah. And then put the protectors around that, um, that stop you from feeling disappointed or frustrated or angry yeah. with someone for not following through on what's in their control. Yes. And, that, and the way that completely I completely clear them, about that. Yeah. The way that I help them with that is, uh, I always let everyone know I'm always here for them. Anytime they have a a little uh, question here and there that they're having some difficulty with, and they can just ask me. Even when I even I do a reading for them, um, I charge them that one time for the reading. But if they come to, I always tell them afterwards, if you have any other questions that you think you missed or something like that, or you just need to help with something, just get a hold of me, I'll answer it for you. And I'm not gonna charge them for it because it's not important for me to make a million dollars. It's, but it sure would be more important for me to help as many people as I can help a million people. Uh, because in my belief, uh, I don't think we we need six cars and seven houses and 10 books. We don't need that stuff. But what we do need is, is some just some help sometimes. So I do my best to help them as much as I can, as long as they're willing to follow through with what I'm telling them. But if they're not willing to follow through, at that point, I have to just move on to the next one. Yep. Same here. I mean, I love, no, I don't keep working with people that aren't making progress. And, right. and unfortunately, some people just have that big wall up in the defense mechanism, yeah, the well, stay stuck strategies. Um, and when they're ready, like you, you can be hopeful that they'll be ready at some point. But yeah, if they're using stay stuck strategies and, and putting their focus and energy on that, um, yeah, there, there's not a way to help at that point until yeah, they're ready. And I can always tell when someone's lying to me as well, because like I said, I get yes and no answers. And so I get, so that when people start asking me questions, the first thing I do is I ask them, are they telling me the truth? And if I get a no, I stop the reading right there and let them know. And they go, oh, how'd you know that? And I said, because you're talking to the freaking medium. That's how I know that. <laughs> what, what you? Yeah, I had a lady sit down with me at, 
at a reading one time and she told me about a business she wanted to open up. And I told her immediately, I said, no, don't do it. And she said, why? I said, well, you're going to get a partner that you don't want to get. She said, yeah, I don't want to get a partner. I said, and it's not going to go very well. And I said, this guy who's the partner is going to want a quick return on his money. And uh, and you're not going to be able to do it. She said, yeah, I don't want to get a partner. And I said, well, then don't open this business. And then I saw her a year later. And uh, as you were asking me for like specific answers, and when I saw her a year later, she came to me. She said, you remember me? I said, not really, lady. I do a lot of reading. She said, oh, I wanted to open a business. And I said, oh, yeah. I said, you wanted to open it right here in town across the street, correct? And she said, yeah, I didn't tell you that. I said, but it's true, right? And she said, yeah. I said, I said, how did that go for you? Because I told you not to do it. She said, oh, I opened it. I said, yeah, how'd that go? She said, I closed it three months later. And I said, why? She said, well, because I got a partner. And I said, didn't I tell you, didn't I say to you, you were going to get a partner and you didn't want one? She said, yeah, I didn't want one, but I couldn't afford it. And she said, he wanted his money back real quick. And I said, yeah, didn't I say that too? And she said, yeah. And I said, and so how bad did it turn out for you? She said, I owe him $10,000 now. And I said, uh, well, you know, if you'd listen to me in the first place and I told you not to do that, you wouldn't be in that situation now. She said, yeah. I said, so you didn't listen to me then. Are you going to listen to me now? <laughs> at, the end of the, at the end of the reading, when I said the same thing, are you listening to me now? She said, yeah. She got up and walked away and I got a no answer. I turned around to my wife. I said, no, she won't. Yeah. Because there are, just yeah. Some, there are just some people in this world who are just like that. Yes. Yep. One of the, a, a perfect answer. So um, tell me as we close out today's interview, and thank you so much for all the great stories that you're sharing and, and information. Um, but what words of wisdom, what words of wisdom do you have for others who are looking to make their own impact in the world? My favorite thing that I tell everybody, don't judge anybody else. When you see someone who's about to walk in the room and you look at them and you're about to judge who they are because of that that old saying, you know, don't judge a book by its cover, people still do. We've heard that saying forever and they still do. So when you are about to judge someone, think to yourself, take a self-inventory of yourself and think about all the crap you've gone through in your entire life. And then look at that person in front of you and just think to yourself, you know what? They have probably gone through some crap too. And then you bite your tongue and either walk away or just let it go. Because we are all the same. We've all been through some things in our lives. No one in this world has has the right to judge anyone and just let it go. And then just try to do what we are meant to do here because if they're coming to you, that means they need help. So do that instead of doing that other thing. Thank you. Good words of wisdom for sure. Wasting energy. And isn't that usually, that's our ego normally, right? If we're judging, yeah. we're yeah, trying we to have someone be less than for some reason by some kind of story we're telling ourselves about them. Yeah, absolutely. Pain, anger, sorrow, grief, guilt, anguish, all that stuff. Ego. We learned how to have that. You didn't come into this world with an ego. I mean, you wake up and, and you're in this baby body and you're going, well, and you got two people above you going, hey, I'm your mom and dad. And you're going, I don't know who the heck you are, but OK. And uh, and then you they, all they do is raise you. And uh, and then you learn the ways of the world and the ways of the world. You you know a lot of other stuff. You you come into this world. You uh, Everyone who comes to this world is sort of like me. They see spirit. They they hear spirit. Spirit trying to tell them good things. But then the world throws a bucket of bleach over top of them, washes away all that stuff, and then they teach you everything bad. Because no child learn, no no child knows hate when they come in this world. They learn it. If you take two children of the age of two years old of every race, green color, stick them in one big giant room, and then turn two of them around and say, hey, I want you to point to me who do you hate in this room? They're going to look at you like you're crazy because they haven't learned it yet. We, yeah. we learn all these things. Yeah. We need to teach everyone 
differently because apparently as we can see it's not working it certainly is not and yeah and don't try to boost yourself up by making someone else less than or hating yes gosh the negative energy around that and also i mean it's just find value in yourself because you are valuable in and of yourself and it's not about comparing to others yes we we all have high value Mm-hmm. We all come into this world. We're all created from a, the higher source, God, from a part of him, which makes our soul a divine soul. Everyone is a divine soul, not just Jesus Christ. Everyone is. Yep. But unfortunately, we live in a world of, of people who want to have power and control over each other. And that's yep. why we have that mess going on here now. We're all created equal. We should all be treating each other equal because we all leave here as equals. So why don't we do that while we're here? Yes, please. Yeah. Well, let's all, yes, let's all add to the positive energy of this earth. And Daniel, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a very enlightening and interesting conversation. Um, like I said, unique, definitely compared to uh, the kinds of conversations we normally have. So I hope everyone's enjoying it. If you want to connect with Daniel, we'll have all of his links on today's show notes, but you can find him. If you have a pen, write this down, spiritmediumdaniel.com or his Facebook page at Spirit Medium Daniel. Uh, again, you can find the show notes for today and those links by going to defeatthedrama.com. Click on the podcast tab and go to episode 297. And if you are working to make your bigger, bolder impact and struggling with um, you know, a need for some personal growth or how to build your own high-performing team to make your bigger, bolder impact, leadership, communication, all those kinds of things, please check out my Impact Academy com forward slash join. You can have two weeks full access immediately, 365 days a week, uh, 24 hours a day to all kinds of digital content and also access to me every other week. So um, go to myimpactacademy.com forward slash join. And again, thank you, Daniel, so much for joining me today. Thank you. Oh, can I mention my book too? Sure. Absolutely. Sure. I have, I have a new book out. Uh, it's called Daniel Jackson, The New Beginning. My awakening as a spirit medium, and it's it tells the story of my uh, experience throughout my life in a chronological order of becoming a medium from seeing spirit since I was three years old up until now and what's going on with now. And then at the end of the book, there's a section in, in the uh, chapter 12. It's called the basics, and that is 25 messages that were channeled from my spirit guides that are coming from God or what He wants us to do in order to change this place, in order to change ourselves. And they can find that on Amazon. They just look up Daniel Jackson, The New Beginning, and it'll come right up. And it's and here's the thing. It's only eight bucks. And the reason it's only eight bucks is because I only make two dollars off of that eight dollars. But again, it's not important for me to sell a million books to make a million dollars. It's important for me to just help a million people because they need it. And I just want to help them. So I, I'm not trying to make a gazillion dollars off of this. It's more important for me to help them. That's all. Thank you, Daniel. Well, you know, we'll add that book title uh, to the show notes as well. So again, defeatthedrama.com, click on the podcast tab and go to episode 297 and you can find Daniel's book as well. So thanks again, Daniel and everyone listening, get out there, make your own bigger, bolder impact. The world's waiting and make it a great day. Mm 